You love Disneyland. To not go to Disneyland will cause you horrible pain. All you want is to help Disneyland thrive. To not go to Disneyland makes your stomach ache with needle-like stuff. Oh, oh I have a hey muser. I was just introducing everyone to the Going On Podcast, the Rabbit Confusion, telling them all the fun I had at Disneyland. Oh, is that so? Yeah, sorry. I have a. Hmm. Uh, I seem to have developed uh, on the flight over a unique bone disease that makes it impossible for me to say the S in Disneyland. But that's concerning. Yeah, hopefully I'll be able to get a bone marrow transplant so that you know that won't be in the uh, problem in the future. But uh, well, what's going on, all you folks? Just uh, came to tell you about the wonderful time I had at Disney and all the wonderful products that you can get there. Oh, you know, I took some pictures, had a good time, got to see lots of uh, you know the stunts and stuff like that, the, the the Marvel stunts that were going on all around there. You know, that was really cool. Got to see the Spider Man one, recorded it just in time to be like, oh, oh. Well, anything happen this time what, what? Oh, it was good okay, okay. you got the <laughs> pictures of spider-man you're gonna get that raise <laughs> that's right yeah i'm going to jade jonah to get the jojo shabadoo yeah i'm going to jojo 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 start you know who he is um you know the one but yeah uh, it was really cool i went on a whole bunch of rides oh my god also i gotta tell you guys about this all right reporting live the warning warning before you go to disneyland guys if you are going to disneyland either like bring a small bag or and one that is closable and zippable or don't bring one at all because they do not let you uh do the little thing where you can put your bags in a little cubby now no you have to take it on the freaking ride with you and so you're just like oh oh, uh, oh okay (laughs) every yes tom every time you have no matter what the intensity of the ride they don't let you put it to the side anywhere they're just like no just put it under there and so like i just came with like my dumb ass is thinking like oh you know I, I, i'm like slightly over preparing because i'm like oh you know who knows it might be too hot let me bring like a change of clothes let me bring like you know my 3ds whatever the heck you know make sure i got stuff to like oh, you know kick and chill yeah and i bring um a shopping bag like uh you know one of those like non-disposable bags you know to take with you <laughs> yeah so I'm thinking nothing of it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be able to put over to something. They're like, oh, no, you better take that on with you. And I'm like, what, what, what? <laughs> so I have to, like, tie it up with the little straps real quick and hope we don't get any loop-de-loops, which there were. <laughs> um, You're the, sitting in line uh, for the Tower of Terror. It fucking stays at the top of the goddamn <laughs> ride and you fucking free fall. <laughs> it parachutes. Oh, no. Like, hits me in the chin. How's it going? <laughs> 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 Oof. <laughs> I'm having like a fucking, the Disneyland Park no longer allows you to put your uh, bags in a cubby. So uh, better store that shit and keep it small. And, you know, you can see the animation of Goofy, like, you know, bringing the bulky ass shit so he can put his, like, fucking, you know, Disney ears in the big ass fucking Lilo, oh, uh, Lilo and Stitch puppets. You know what I mean? In his bag. <laughs> like, you're, you're about to look this dumb if you don't listen to this video. <laughs> So, yeah, it was kind of like, oh, my God, are you freaking kidding me? Uh, And, of course, one of the ones I go on is Splash Mountain. Mm. And uh, 
so a friend just happens to sit in front of me that gets like a bulk of it but oh dear uh, listener uh thank almighty god I, I should be thanking god that i just happen to have the the ironclad grip that i just happen to have oh. on the opening at the exact moment that we happen to be going down because i was like i was getting on the ride and i was like oh my god my phone is still in my pocket no 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 and so i like had to untie the thing retie the thing and like <laughs> hold on tight a freaking just torrent oh. of water slides right over like a couple of seconds after i put it and i just happened to have it tied on tight oh, like god. And i was like oh my god like this thing like if i had just like left it there unattended and just been like oh i'm sure it'd be fine like all my shit would have been officially fucked up like Oof. man so you know the the thrill the thrillometer was uh up at least uh point five percentage more <laughs> for all the rides that i had to do but i will say kind of slightly uh a bit disappointingly like the rides weren't like as intense as some of the cool ass rides I, you know in the parks i've been on before like six flags takes the cake uh fucking you know uh carowinds has been a little bit but you know oh, bush yeah. gardens and shit like that you know what i'm saying like the intensity rides are definitely like consistently more intense i will say that much but um as far as like imagery and aesthetics those are really cool like i'll say like ichabod's um wild ride that one is the shit like definitely go on that one where it's like yeah it's not as much high intensity but you have a good time with the visuals and it literally ends with uh ichabod i mean um it ends with Mr. Todd, go, uh, Mr. Toad going to hell. So it's like one of those things. Where it's like, oh wow, they really, oh wow, they just—that's just how it ends. It's just like, yep, kids, if you uh, uh, want adventure too much or whatever the hell Mr. Toad's sin was, you're going to hell. <laughs> so that was definitely a fun one. Um, the Alice, uh, the Alice in Wonderland was cool, but it wasn't as like cool of a thrilling ending with how it ended up going. Uh, but it was, you know, had some cool imagery in it. Um, let me see. Th there was the. Incredibles one that was the I think that was the most thrilling ride one I think that, that was the most worth going on to half, half of the rides I didn't get on get to get able to go on to like the fucking uh the one with the uh what you call it the G guardians of the galaxy three uh crew because you know some of these rides you have to fucking pay for and shit like it's just like w excuse the fuck out of me like felt like jay and uh jay's out of love like what the fuck whatever happened to ride that shit for free did we used to ride that shit for free as kids like what the fuck is going on <laughs> I think the last theme park I'd been to was Carowinds, and that was a really long time ago, but mm. when you said something about Marvel stunts, that did remind me that when I was living up in New Jersey, our go-to was Six Flags, mm. and I would always love to go see the stunt shows looking back they're really corny like a lot of them are like I mean, you know, it's good cheesy fun it's for the jokes and the puns or whatever happened this past week in the news you know the two i remember were lethal weapon which i never saw any of the lethal weapon movies so to me it was just an action stunt show and i didn't yeah, realize what general it action meant. stunt show but i loved batman forever so i knew what was going on there so they had the riddler right. and they had two face and they had the batmobile skirt skirt all over the place of course. and all the fucking fire and the explosions was always cool and people yeah, landing and things they're playing the Method Man song i'm sure uh <laughs> oh yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> of course it's the Riddler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you were able to provide the people a nice public service announcement because, um, yeah, in case anyone's going out, 
to uh, California IA this summer and wants to That's take right. in the uh, the sights and sounds and thrills, then yeah, there's, there's apparently a lot to know. Be warned. I never would have known. <laughs> I was a fool. <laughs> now, something I wanted to say, and this isn't nearly... You know, have you ever seen the movie My Dinner with Andre? <laughs> no, I haven't, actually. Okay, so neither have I until very recently, and I just kind of watched it on a whim. So mm-hmm. basically, it's a movie of a podcast, almost. It's just two people oh. at dinner, and they just I know talk. Wallace Shawn is in it, right? He goes to dinner with a friend of his, Andre, who is this eccentric actor he hasn't seen in years. And when they sit down and talk, Andre is telling him about all his like worldly ventures and all the adventures he's going on, all the places he's been, all the weird, wild stuff he's been a part of, all his experiences. Then the other guy is just like, you know, I like my comfortable life, you know, not really thrilling. I like order and structure. So Andre is just kind of like trying to tell him like, hey, you know, comfort, you know, is complacency and you got to get out there and see the world and all that. So it just reminds Mm. me you talking about like your Disneyland adventure and all this fun stuff. And I'm over here being like, oh, R.C., something I was thinking about, you know, the song Big Pimpin'? (laughs) (laughs) I, I always thought and I wanted, I wanted to see if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I always thought the riff, you know the riff, I thought it went... Yeah, right? Yeah. Do you hear anything wrong with that? I'll do it one more time. I hear some sort of rhythm thing going on, but I'm not quite. I was made aware very recently that it is not, in fact, da 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 da. It's actually just da 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 da. Yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. Da. Yeah, yeah. I thought the last note was two notes, and it's not two notes. It's just one prolonged note. I know the offgoers are just enthralled by this discovery of mine. But you don't understand. It was a musical Berenstain Bears moment for me. Because that was like, what, 97, 98? Most of my life, I've got that riff wrong. There's a ludicrous song that has a similar flamenco sample. Yeah. That was like a thing at the time because didn't when they're also that Tommy Matola lives on the road. That Ghostface Killer song. Oh, I was about to say I don't know what that is, but okay. Yeah, I'll take your word for it. Weird people sampling Flamingo thing in like the late nineties, early two thousand. I don't know. There was also a thing of I know this is also getting random again. There was also a thing of like Jamaican people randomly talking on songs like if you yeah, listen to like I think that's Wyclef Jean's influence there but but uh, I think it was just like a general like hey we want to get like rapper uh, like you know voices from Jamaica but we don't really want to give them like verses of the songs and we're just gonna have them just like talk like because there's like two Tupac songs where that happens it's Hail Mary where at the end where the guy is like this is the time for we liberty Hail Mary Hail Mary and then there was a, what was the other one it was like hit him up where it's like so and so better respect Tupac so then I'll, I'll mafia click moving up to another block or something like that and it's 
it's always just like slightly too low for you to really catch what they're saying you know and it's just like what who is that and then it's like uh was that that fly song i think it's like all around the song it was just like here it is you're just like wait who's that guy and like sometimes he gets a verse and sometimes he doesn't because sometimes you know depends on how racist your radio station is and whether or not they want to allow him to have a rap verse so it's just you'll just have this deja vu of being like i can swear that guy had a verse or does he just talk or what is it <laughs> they gotta add the worldly flavor i don't know if it's for credibility right, yeah <laughs> or what nowadays you could just get drake to do it you don't even have to get an oh, actual jamaican no. person Oh, dialing accent. Oh, look at that. <laughs> We're just outsourcing. And by the way, before we get a bunch of comments, I do want to correct myself that uh, Wyclef Jean was not Jamaican. He's in fact Haitian. Yeah, Haitian. Get out of here. What are you doing? <laughs> and I didn't realize this until just now. I learned this. In August 2010, Jean filed for candidacy in the 2010 yeah. Haitian presidential election. I don't know what that was about. The Provincial Electoral Council ruled him ineligible to stand for office as he had not met the constitutional requirement to have been a resident in Haiti for five years prior to the election. Yeah, isn't he from New Jersey? What's he doing? <laughs> he was born in Haiti. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, yeah, he's from Newark. Fucking Newark! Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, That's very funny in Jersey. We, we know them. Yeah, we know about them. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Clef, Jean, Lauren, Hill, and Proz, they're all uh, yeah, New Jerseyans. A lot has changed in the going-off universe, the going-off landscape since our last episode. If you notice on Spotify, the art for the mm. show has changed, and I want to give a big shout out to my partner Neb for providing us new updated artwork. And look how happy we look. <laughs> I think, if nothing else, I think that should let people know their trajectory of the show, our our projection as content creators. Oh, are we doing positivity now? Is that is that our push? Uh... <laughs> we're, we're not mean mugging anymore, you know? We're, we're, we're no longer the bad boys of podcasting. Oh, not confrontational, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Now we might actually get guests again. <laughs> we're not going to scare everybody away. You know, everybody's talking about us in the underground, RC. I've read the forums. I've oh, read the, the message boys boards. the bad boys had to clean up their image. we got to get a PR agent and uh, let them know that it's all love. You know, it was never meant to be disrespect. We didn't mean to disrespect the internet clicks. Yeah, no, you know, no. That were, uh... <laughs> this is the reconstruction of our image. This is our redemption arc before mm. your very eyes. But also... Uh, we cut out a, a big chunk. Well, it wasn't even a chunk. It was before the show officially started last time uh, where we talked about TikTok and we talked about YouTube and everything. I put that as an exclusive on Spotify for um, subscribers. It doesn't help that I really didn't have a chance to tell anybody about it because I didn't know what it looked like last time. But now I do. Yeah, part of doing internet stuff is, like, doing a thing and then remembering to, like, tell people about it. If you go on Spotify, it's $1.99 a month. When you go on Spotify, there should be an episode, and it's set, it has, like, a lock under it. And hopefully we'll have more uh, over time, so it's not just that one clip, obviously. We're going to try to post some regularly. I, I should also shout out our Kofi if you want to request an album for us to review on an upcoming episode of the show. It is ko-fi.com 
slash <laughs> going off G O I N O F F. And oh, we've got. Was there something you wanted to say? <laughs> no, 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 no. Of course not. We've got three <laughs> requests this week. Stacked show. You guys set them up, we knock them down. That's how it goes. Stack them and fuck them. That's what I always say. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's start with the uh, the stories we tell ourselves by by nothing more. Melchior, thank you so much for your request. Yeah, yeah. I, I did not phrase that. That was like a wave of a sentence, and I just like, Melchior... Well, thank you for watching. <laughs> I've got no remarks. I think that was great. No notes. But this time, we've got nothing more, all caps. No disrespect. With the story we tell ourselves, yes. Yes. RC, what did you think of nothing more? Nothing more. This was a solid, good fucking time. I had a mm. rocking good time with, I'm pretty sure, like, pretty much all of this album and now that I'm looking at it like the most I could say is that the skits were kind of like alright you know like you know sometimes the they interludes. were good sometimes they were a little yeah <laughs> yeah they got they got a theme of the interludes on this album where it's like two words with the slash between them yeah yeah and the first one is just the rising music the, I'm pretty sure the edit of this uh, the, the, the audio file of this looks like that new Skrillex album you know ooh like that cheap shot very topical there uh, <laughs> hey I listened to that album uh, how was it it's okay yeah that's about it <laughs> yeah honestly <All> right. <laughs> um, they have Missy Elliott on a track oh wow and she has a really small verse on it but they also like sample her throughout it and mm. you know it's fine it's you know it's not as dubstepy it's kind of like mm. kind of realizing that the dubstep trend uh, Skrillex has gone soft on you <laughs> uh, yeah you, you could make an argument for that um, <laughs> I, I know they have a collaboration with uh, 100 Gex on there which I mean if you are Skrillex and you're in 2023 that is the smart move is sure, to just collab sure. with a whole bunch of new acts and Missy Elliott I guess you got to make an exception for the legends it was it's fine but honestly that's kind of how I feel about this album too um is that it's just kind of okay we're feeling it as much eh <sighs> not really it's like musically I think it's fine I'll just admittedly say it's not exactly my cup of tea. It might make sense to some people when I say this, but it's uh, WWE pay-per-view theme song music. Ah, but I love it so much. See, <laughs> I understand. It all. I love it, though. <laughs> and I knew it. That's why I threw it to you first, because I knew you were going to end up enjoying this more than I did. <laughs> Lyrically, I just kind of thought the album was kind of mid-vocals. Oh. Uh, interesting. I'll say that. They're so intense. <laughs> to me, he sounded like a cross between Patrick Stump of Fall Out Boy and Ronnie Radke of Falling in Reverse. Results may vary depending on who's listening. <laughs> I think it was okay. I was just kind of underwhelmed. It was mm. way more overwhelming musically, I thought. And there are definitely some bangers on here for sure. Uh, if I had to shout out the songs I liked the most... Um, okay. Those would end up being the songs Funny Little Creatures. Yes, yes, that was and, a And uh, Fade In, Fade Out. Those two got the highest in, ratings for me. Um, 
Yeah, that was the That's final the last one, cut. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Fade in, fade out. I thought this one was uh uh yeah, definitely a solid one. Uh what did I what have I know that this might be the most beautiful song. Holy <laughs> yeah, that's shit, right wow. Uh, high, high praise for that track, for sure. Um, oh, yeah, because that was the one. Yeah, because that was the one that reminded me of the Black Parade sort of feel, where it's oh, like, yeah. you know, I looked at my father and he told me, it's like, you, I'm going to fade out as you, you know, your next kid fades in or something like that. Like, it's like, it's just like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's like, son, I have watched you fade in. You will watch me fade out. Mm-hmm. Like, go and find your way. Leave me in your wake. Always push through the pain and don't run from the change. You know, it's just like, holy shit. Yeah. Like uh, throughout this album, I think there's lots of really strong lyrics on this album. I don't He's know. Also- I- yeah, uh, especially Do You Really Want It? I thought that was an intense opening track. It's like, everybody wants to change the world, but one thing's clear, no one ever wants to change themselves. That's the way things are. All because we ain't the buzz kill. <laughs> Jaded when we need the feel, but we can change it if you really want it. Like, I thought, I like that really, like, fucking James Bond into the world. It's like, there's only <laughs> one way things can change, which is if we realize the change is inside us all of along. You thought it was the enemy, but it was actually a Yourself. You know, it's like, you know, it's like the, the, the clipping on of all the TVs is like, realize now, reach out to your fellow man, you know, not in hate, but in like, anyway, I like the epicness of the, the messaging, you know what I mean? I was kind of confused as to what the American devil or American demon was supposed American to be. They demon? kept saying that throughout oh, the I song. Didn't, I didn't catch that. Wait, wait, wait. I don't know what they what? were talking about. I don't remember that. Hold on. I. I just mostly, it was, for me, it was just like, whenever something was really epic, I'd be like, okay, I can't deny that. That's a pretty dope line right there. I saw one song, I think it was on this album, that had a community note trying to explain what the song was about, and it had 16 downvotes. Like, it got obliterated. Uh, oh no. <laughs> no, someone tried to make fucking heads and tails of it, and people just sh- fucking knocked him into the goddamn ground. We say, give me a high. Oh, God, give me a feeling. We say, give me a push, a push through this. We say, give me a sign that proves what I believe in so I can shake these American demons. Huh. I was like, wait, what? And then, yeah, yeah it, it, it goes for, straight from that. Everyone wants to change the world, but one thing's clear. And I was like, huh? And then they say it again in verse two. Yeah, throw the word American. It makes it sound more epic, you know? American the, the demons. Peace was on the cheese of America. And now it's political. It's worthy of Bob Dylan. Do you really want it? Do you, do you? Do you really want it? Do you, do you? So I can shake these American demons. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's what a social demons? commentary. It was 2017 when this came out, right? So everyone's thinking, ah, shit, what's going on with America? <laughs> this was the note. I forgot. Yeah, this is the one with 16 downvotes. The song is the start of the album that, parentheses, I feel, can be applied to relationships. If you look at it through the song names and you listen to the music, it'll strike you like a stone. And everyone just went, shut the fuck up. Specifically American relationships, I guess. I, I, don't know. Yeah, I suppose. Belgian relationships are fine right now. They're, they're doing Ooh. okay. But America, we got we to gotta get it together. I just read that sentence out loud and it made absolutely no sense to me. <laughs> I can understand why it got so many downvotes. It just sounds, that's fucking word salad. Now, I will say this. I guess as somebody who doesn't listen to, like, as much as what's going on with rock in the now now, it did kind of like, you know, uh, shake me, I guess, out of the, you know, the 
most recent thing I'd heard, you know, uh, uh, was the, oh yeah, the Ozzy Osbourne, the Black Sabbath, that's what kind of rock, uh, you know, the established old school sound sounds like. And they're kind of going like, oh, this is, this is modern, modern. Cause there are parts where it's like, I was thinking it was just going to be all organic instruments. And then there's little parts where like, you'll hear like a clipping in a way that feels a little bit more modern in the way it'll like cut off and then come back in with what sound like mechanical drums. And when it's like, yeah, oh, okay, that's kind of interesting. You know I, what I mean? I liked like, that. I liked, there's uh, some songs on here that have like record scratching yeah little parts oh there's one song what was it the ripping me apart there's a part where like the oh god you're ripping me apart and then like when it happens you hear like a little whining sort of scratch that kind of sounds like the pulling twine i thought that was really cool you know that was the one i was thinking about it reminded me a lot of hybrid theory that first uh, Mm, lincoln park album actually that's what it feels like It, it really does feel like an evolution of like playing with these sound effects to really yeah play up the the heightening of the emotion of, of what the song is about and the aesthetic that I guess yeah I think that that's what summed up how I felt like it, it felt like a really cool like I, I you know and they just feel like he kind of flirts with kind of rapping a little bit but never really goes into it which is like that's fine he probably knows his limitations that's probably for the <laughs> yeah. best I didn't have his uh oh yeah field. the Mike Shinoda yeah 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 <laughs> he's looking over there at Chester Bennington and realizing exactly yeah, yeah. how far they can push it but name. there's two songs sandwiching me apart that he does really annoying vocal things in my opinion he yes I, I get what you're saying in terms of him oh man I and I can especially understand you having the misphonia that you have and how up on the mic he sounds a lot of times well specifically <laughs> it, it honestly this album didn't fuck with me as bad as some do I will say that but in these it's more just kind of sonically aesthetically it was just kind of ugh, I can't stand it, it when people like do the that sort of it felt like the sort of, you know, the, the 2000s where they would have music videos and then, like, someone comes at you and it's, like, a hardcore video and then, bleh, and it would be, like, you'd see, you'd see, like, the sort of, what is that metal, that sheet metal that has the little raised things on it, but you see it, like, in black and white, like, blasted on the screen. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You see that blasted on the screen where like, someone's making, like, a, bleh, plink, plink, plunk, and, you know, you see that, show, you know what I mean? <laughs> The spitting the words out, I'm not a fan of, but specifically on Let It on Let Him Burn. He sounds like he's burping his way through, just going like, uh, yeah, everybody, no. everybody, yeah, everybody, everybody, yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. please stop that. And on Don't Stop, he's doing like this screeching kind of vocals at the beginning of it, and it was so off-putting. I think at the end, it, it felt like a little bit like, where are you going with this? Where it's like, I got the fire, I got the control. I, but I did have to quote because I would have just really obliterated Don't Stop because of the vocals. But then he saves it with this, almost with again, like you mentioned, almost a rap verse. I give the side eye to the sound bites, pumping stock lies, saying shit don't stink, touch a hot nerve when I prefer to think, and turn down Jonestown drinks. It was like, okay, like he turned up the intensity mm. there and switched yeah. it up. I just didn't like the rest of the stuff around it, unfortunately. And then there are the skits with uh, Alan Watts, a.k.a. the lo-fi professor. I, I've heard his stuff, like, a lot of times if, you, if, oh, if you're, yeah. like, listening to lo-fi and if there's someone who sounds like, I'm British and saying something that seems really profound, <laughs> you know, it's usually Didn't him. Didn't he do something similar on that um, Our Lady Peace album we listened to? I think so. Where they kept cutting back to, like, either, like, a professor or, like, movie sound bites. He, I, I've heard some people say he's, like, good, like, gateway philosophy and not 
necessarily like yeah. the deepest you could get to. But what's interesting is that like, because it's like there's one thing, on, there's one of those kids on here where he'll just like, that was nothing. And that didn't mean anything. And then there's <laughs> another one on here where it was just like, that was actually really interesting. Like the one about fear and how it's like, there's nothing to be. You just had to face. It. I was like, that's actually really like a good sort of like, oh yeah, I could see, you know, that being a good motivator to get through something. And then there was another one. I can't even like, I can't even remember where to go to to find the quote. Cause it was just such a nothing quote. that was just like, what the hell is that? That, that guy, I can't apply that to anything. Yeah. I was trying to figure out like, if you're going for something aesthetically, you know, mixing it up, I think that's cool. I think that's fine. I just didn't really know what it had to do with the album. But going to Funny Little Creatures, that, that was a really, I think that was one of the better, uh, definitely one of the best well-written ones. Like really, yeah. you know, personifying the different characters of emotion. Like blame is a coward, but self-righteous. A funny little creature hiding out in me. Hate is a power, hate is power with a price tag. A funny little creature screaming out of me. Like it's just so like a, ooh, I think I, I think I get what you're saying right there. Like, you know. It jumped uh, out at me for being one of the catchier cuts too. Oh, like, for sure. Yeah. And the fear is a liar, but he's been right before. It's like, ooh, that's knife turner right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And then, oh, what was that one lyric? It's like, it's funny how the stories that I tell myself leave so many things out. Do I believe myself or someone else? It's funny how I know what's wrong about everything and everyone else when I don't know myself. It's like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh, we're through the looking glass, people. This is getting too real. <laughs> The Great Divorce, I thought, was really good musically also. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, honestly, from here on out, my, my opinions are just kind of like, hmm, yeah, this sounds fine. You weren't feeling the uh, Valentine's Day vibes with, I'm still in love with you. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> you have no heart. <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of Still in Love. I did like the acoustic um, Just Say When though i thought that was an all right mm, cut one. this is the one where i wrote down uh, oh the, those life is strange uh, video game vibes <laughs> i fucking love this one yes i did like how alone slash together again you're like not sure which ones are the tracks and which ones aren't the tracks but i yeah that i liked that really, one too but i did like how it builded to go to war i thought that was kind of cool like <laughs> Let's go to war! Let's go to war! Like, when the song really makes you, like, feel what is going on in the themes, I, I really enjoy it. I ended up liking the Alone Together interlude more than Go to War itself. Uh, like, really? I, I was really feeling the hype, and then it just uh, kind of plateaued. It doesn't necessarily, like, yeah, drop as hard as I feel like I wish I would have wanted it to, but I did like, like, I felt like the lyrics made up for it. Like, I, I felt like it, it did a better job of doing the oh is this about war is this about personal relationship than I feel like the first track did with the screaming at the ones we love like we forgot who we can trust screaming at the top of our lungs on the grounds where we feel safe do we feel safe you know like I, I, I like that like oh civil war brother against brother that sort of thing you know oh yeah and who we are I, I, that, that one lyric in particular whenever it gets me the action adventure striking line that if I'm wrong then why am I still feeling who we are keeps me believing <laughs> i don't know man i was feeling it i was feeling the 14 year old me yeah rage gets the machine man i don't know what it is but i'm angry too you know <laughs>
Yeah, I don't think it clicked with me nearly as hard. I am fragrantly of the teen spirit variety at, at this moment, apparently, and I am feeling like lashing out at anybody, an albino, and a Milano, a mosquito, or a Milabino. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you can catch a piece of the seat. Me and my <laughs> friends have always been and always will until the end. I'm fucking rocking out. <laughs> glad you enjoyed yourself i don't know what else to say yeah i think i look i just had a good time because when i get to the end of the thing i was just like yeah i i gotta give this a five out of five five like yeah i I enjoyed the shit out of this like the only thing i felt like really kept it down was maybe one or two songs not being as hype as the rest and like the skits kind of being like i could have left half of these but like yeah otherwise i had a solid good time i think tunnels was the the main one that i was kind of like i didn't really know this was okay Tunnels was okay yeah i ended up giving it a three myself Mm. wow you know no love is what it is but now Mm. uh we've got two rap albums so where do we go yeah uh we've got um, an oldie and uh then one from 27 okay I think we do the new one last, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because I remembered something. <laughs> oh, but a dialogue we can get into. Uh, yeah, I remembered yeah, that, that 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 one uh, <laughs> that one straw that that broke oh, the camel's yes. back. I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Prodigy has to go last. <laughs> so so here we've got crucial conflict. With the final tick. Thank you so much to Raya Eve for your request. Okay, RC, have you ever heard of Crucial Conflict? No! <laughs> okay, good. I don't feel so bad then. Because I was sitting here looking at it and I'm like, 1996? What the fuck? And I'm listening to it and I'm just like, this isn't like what the fuck is this why have i never heard of this before why is no one talking about crucial conflict it feels like an alternate universe thing where like yeah someone in the 90s was doing the uh, what was the name of that group that did the cotton eye joe song oh the rednecks <laughs> yeah they're doing With like the X. wild west version of the, they heard that the wild wild west movie was coming out in a year or so and they're like i got it guys let's jump on this beforehand let's put on our leather overalls and <laughs> I don't understand where this came from. This album's but, weird as hell. Um, yeah, and like it feels like they had a concept, but they like were only halfway they? committed to it. Like, yeah, like, oh, I know, we're gonna stand out. We're gonna be like country guys and it's like, but we're not from the South. We're clearly from Chicago and I like I guess there are barns out there somewhere in the rural parts, but like that's not really what we're known for. Like, you know what's funny? It only just hit me now that that was kind of a thing. Because I was listening to the songs and sound-wise, there's only a couple songs that really do kind of have that that like westerny flair to me. Otherwise, they're just like, "Yeah, hey, this sounds dope." It has but a really twangy little like it sounds like something's buzzy and like either something's wrong and it's kind of like a little outdated or they're going for that on purpose, you know, like, yeah, it, it's just that you when you were talking about it, it, it made everything click because you got showdown. It has like a Western vibe. It's got like the whip crack sound effect in the background. Yeah, they keep doing that. Yeah. Uh, Desperado. Then, then you got um, Ride the Rodeo, Hay, spelt H-A-Y. Yeah. 
that completely went over my head while I was listening to the album that there was like a motif. I just I wasn't even paying attention to that. I but guess. it's like because, it's... Yeah, they were repping Chicago pretty fucking hard. They spell it out in like the first track. Yeah, and also it's all this stuff about an explosion's gonna happen and it's the final tick. And I don't think that was as like spelled out as I think they were trying to do. Yeah, no. Like, I, I don't know if that's just my own thing, but I didn't pick up on that. I was sitting here wondering what the fuck that meant. Yeah. I, oh, my God. And literally the studio that they recorded this in was called The Barn. So they were going for a thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. Context Look, clues. How did you evade me so? I mean, you know, it, people would do like random themes and rap songs in the 90s. That was like a thing, you know. Missy yeah. Elliott did the, you know, Mega Man video. <laughs> Music videos were looking cool. Buster Rhymes did the country thing in that fire video one time, remember? Sock it to me, that was, that's what it's called. Sock it to me like you wanted to do. There's something jumping like a disco. And all you gotta say is, Missy Go. <laughs> I'm looking at this music video for Hey, like. Oh, there's like, a video for Hey? Yeah, and it's like oh. barely going for it's exactly the amount of dedication to the theme that is on the album. It's just mm -hmm. like there's kind of like stuff in the background that kind of looks like a barn, I guess, hmm. you know, like there's like some sticks and stuff and I and they have hay, of course. It, there's not like bales of it, but it's just kind of like, oh, you see it fall and it's in the background, you know. There's like uh, like a chicken feed thing in the video and they wear overalls and that's pretty much it. Like it's not like hmm. they're like there's no like barn animals or anything. There's like a dog at one point. <laughs> that's close enough. Yeah, but it's really like it's it is a there's like one cowboy looking guy. He goes like, oh, look at me about to about to shoot at you. If you can find the video, go to uh, a minute and uh, nine seconds in for Crucial Conflicts Hey, and you will find the cowboy man. Okay, hold on. Do it as, do it as fun little dick nigga-doo, making them take this video and this group real seriously. Oh, dude's got the fucking pigtails. Oh, there he is. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, he's about to he dropped his gun. Oh, okay, that's fun. Oh, there he goes. Oh, he's dancing. This guy appears at no other point in the rest of the video, as far as oh. I can see. Hmm. It's just that one second. But they are hanging out in the fucking barn. That is something. Huh. That is a that, that's a very weird choice. A, a lot of this album has weird choices. It feels to me like the, the scarecrow Whoa. guy from Insane Cloud Bozzy, who's like... Oh, boondocks. Yeah, like, I got it. Uh, we're going to do, like, a rural thing. We're about the, the, the country. All right, did you have any ideas? Um, it's like a scarecrow and it's hay and, uh... Hmm. Shit. We're going to have <laughs> like, a guy in a Lone Ranger mask fumble with his gun and he's got the spurs... <laughs> And oh, that then guy's we're just gonna, going on the going off pick. <laughs> then we're yeah, and and then we're gonna have a woman just doing splits and bouncing her ass, and then we're gonna randomly have this weird orange effect where everything is like the outline stencil of our faces, yeah. and then you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, hard to explain, exactly but everything kind of gets like. 
Bad yeah, like oversaturated. Effect. Yeah, they did not have money for effects. They filmed in a fucking barn, and they just threw this really weird effect on it, like every so minute, where it almost looks like everything is gonna like catch fire, and then it yeah. goes out immediately. Yeah, the the Buster Rhymes video looked more like a countrified video than this. My favorite cut on the album, again, two albums in a row. Is the last one. Fucking get up. I was like about to say the Hey remix. <laughs> you know, it had been so long since I heard Hey that I listened to the Hey remix and I couldn't tell what was different about it. Yeah, I, dude, I totally got that. I had to listen back. There is a difference. The On the like the hooks, the beat kind of sounds like that sort of like, you know, where the, the drum is more in steady time. So it kind of feels like there might be a drop that's about to happen. Like that's... Basically, the difference and the bass is a, like playing a little bit more and it's a bit more pronounced, but it's almost essentially the same beat. It's just like a oh, here's a slightly alternate version that we had. Like you know, it wasn't like a complete remix. It was this was just we were just conf- confused. We were conflicted. Uh, I heard you was conflicted I about heard. which uh, exact beat work that you wanted to use between hmm. uh, the the dr- the beat uh, the bass going forward being played forward or the bass being played backwards. And this is what with the bass being played backwards uh, I hope that hope you guys can hear the difference it's <laughs> like yeah, the it was, album was already 50 something minutes you didn't need a remix to pan yeah. it out did you also get the feel with every one of these songs because everyone gets a verse every time and there's four of mm. them so there's four verses every single time and like even though these songs aren't even that long I like I almost like unanimously every time felt like I was, after the second verse going like Oh, is this still going? <laughs> oh, no. No, honestly, I think I was, uh, it held my attention enough that I was like, okay, and I was interested to see where it was going to go next. I don't really remember the individual people having, like, standout personalities that really set yeah. them apart, so it all just kind of ran together. They they said them a couple of times, but it wasn't important. It, it, they don't stay. It's not like, oh, yeah. this guy's so much different from this guy. It's not really, uh, well, what was up with that intro where they're just like yammering on like oh don't let the money change your money and all this bunch of nonsense and we just turned on the this is the very first thing we recorded just a, my uncle came by and decided to give us some random life advice I guess or something I'm glad they put it at the beginning of the album though so you could just skip it right away <laughs> and there's the, no reason to listen to that yeah and then the final take with the weirdly like there's just slightly too turned up vocals and the texas whipping sounds and the sound of like some mortal combat dude talking in between the hooks like it sounds like someone going like fatality and it's like i that would work if they were actually like spitting some fucking bars but they're not really yeah yeah and with this album it was again a lot of similarities to um to the nothing more album actually where the intensity of the music kind of overshadowed mm. uh, the lyrical content. Yeah, and on for this sure. album, them being so fucking hype distracted me from like what they were talking about. It was I just can like definitely get that. They were bringing the fucking energy, so that alone could like fool me. You they had the goody mob energy where it's like, oh shit, it's just so hype where their flow is moving, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that song? I don't know what nationality the person was, but. He wrote a song that sounded like an American pop rock song. I think like I know what 60s, you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But he, but it was absolute gibberish, mm-hmm. and it became a big hit because 
like people in that country just like, well, they're not going to understand English anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, that's basically it is. I don't know what's going on. It doesn't matter to me what's being said. You sound cool. The energy's there. You could be saying whatever and it doesn't matter. It's, it literally just sounds like, hey, uh, we fused Buster Rhymes and Mystical and here's what we got. Yeah. Uh, we made cl- four clones of them, and this is kind of this is the Tasmanian Devil's cousins uh, uh, special. And here's they're gonna look at them go. And the thing is, it's like it would be fine if like they rhymed half the time. Like I swear to God, like yeah. I wrote down one of the lines. I was like, "Nigga, this is the final take. Punk bitches done made me mad. Bust a cap and jump back in the song, and I'm gone. Ain't it got a damn thing to say?" And I was like, "Wait, there was maybe like." on and gone rhymed but like that was like four lines and like nothing just rhymed there (laughs) and there's so many times where that happens where you're just like you guys know you're supposed to be like rhyming words right (laughs) every album i gotta give a shout out the bongos on showdown Uh, showdown okay i'll give you that and the pusher man sample was pretty cool and more of the whipping noises and (laughs) Yeah, I love the whip crack adds a lot. The bongos add mm. a lot. They have sleigh bells on Trigger Happy too. Do you remember that? Uh, I can't remember. Why? But it sounded so dope that it was just like I don't know whose idea this was. I don't know why they thought, hey, you know what this song needs? This song about just like shooting people. It needs sleigh bells. That's what's gonna put it over the edge. Yeah, and the you know 90s- what? It does. And the 90s, sleigh bells on rap songs was just like a thing. I don't know why. Was it? Oh, <laughs> it was on a lot I of easy e songs and outcast songs. It's weird. Hmm. And hmm. Desperado, I wrote I wrote down this is the best sounding track so far. But their it Tasmanian, definitely was a dope cut, yeah. But their Tasmanian devil rapping styles are just so hard to keep my attention for whatever they're saying. Like oh, just, I agree. It just sounds, and it sounds like the track has just like buzzing flies on it or something. I I don't know how to mm. describe it. Like it's like I don't know if it's just like fuzzy or intentional. It's like it feels like like I said. It, I feel like I'm watching that uh you know Bugs in Tasmania or whatever the fuck that show is. And it oh, actually Tasmania, is, yeah, yeah. And, and it actually is the '90s and like the fuzz that I thought was just part of like what was wrong with my TV is just how the t- the the show looks. You know, like that's what this track <laughs> feels like to me. <laughs> uh, life ain't the same happens and again i'm like oh, having yeah. the exact same note of how like it was every time after the second verse i'm just like oh no there's still a whole half of a track left <laughs> i yeah I, I wasn't really feeling uh life ain't the same i thought it was okay um mm. but hey is definitely a um the, a standout for sure, like it has the. They, it's the one where they lean in the most with it. They got that little boing, doing, doing, that little country noise, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, the fucking like mouth harp, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Smoking on hay in the middle of the bar, like that. That little kid's like, yeah. It's very fun. <laughs> uh, she high like the sun, thick like cornbread, and I'm ready to party. The hay got me so goddamn horny, but I don't like that tramp. The only reason I'm popping that coochie cause the hoe had a book of food stamps. I think this is the one where one of the verses like leads into another one. So it's not like a full like hook. And I think the the verses are like, the hooks are like half timed. Like you should be like eight bars. And I think it's like about four. 
Um, oh yeah, yeah. They, they, I remember you know they did that, right? do that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like because someone says I'm something about my hay, and then someone like picks it up, and it's like, oh, okay. So we're we're gonna have one verse for this one. All right, that's cool. <laughs> Moving along a little. Um, and then I gotta say, trigger happy. Look, this this album was sounded like cartoonish and silly before this beat just sounds so barely slapped together like i can hear the masking tape on trigger happy i can hear the masking oh, tape on the fun. edge of this beat no this was ridiculous <laughs> i liked this one no i did like the female solo rapper like i thought she Who had a good that? energy yeah but i was like where did she come from <laughs> like, yeah I, I don't i didn't see them giving credit anywhere i was like who the yeah, fuck was that she doesn't get a name or anything it's just like her cousin, just, her cousin just visited for a quick second oh they forgot to get a rap name oh no oh damn oh, oh that her, her mom had to pick her up but they had to leave back to fucking <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah had to oh, leave back shit. for new york ah shit one nine hundred off your square which is like a minimally funny track where it's just like oh if you a bitch ass nigga call us and we'll beat you some more or something it's yeah, like, I was like, oh, okay. In terms of insane clown posse skits, it's like, you know, mid-level, <laughs> mid-level, yeah. you know. Um, little advice. I like the nice little chinging beat kind of going on in the background of this one. But the I pimp thought it was catchy, yeah. Yeah, but the pimp talk was just so same old, same old. Like, and it very was just awkward nothing. flow on this one, too. Yeah, and it was like, a pimp is a pimp, and a Mac is a Mac, and a oh, is a, it's like, all right. <laughs> Yeah, they, they didn't need to repeat that as much as they did. <laughs> right, like, yeah, we got it. <laughs> they thought that was something. Right. How about the very um, NWA <sighs> tell oh, it to God. the judge? They tried, right? They so tried to make them fuck the police. It was so half-assed, though. Like, here's my thing. You remember... Um, what was the name of that group with the RZA? Uh, Grave Diggers. They oh, made the yeah. Diary of a Madman where it's like, oh, I'm going to tell my story. I'm going to make it so over the top and crazy. It's like, judge, this is why you have to let me go because I'm a madman. Look at how I'm playing it up. Like, they at least follow all the way through with this, you know, with the concept, right? That like, oh, mm. bleed by guilty of insanity. But with this, like, each verse kind of like doesn't really play it up that much. It's more just like, I'm just gangster, nigga, whatever. I don't give a shit. And then it's just like, well, yeah, of course the game, like, you're trying to do a fucking Officer Krupke joint, you know, where it's just like, oh, you know, society, you know, don't blame me, blame my upbringing. But, like, they yeah. don't even fully commit to it. So when the judge is just, like, laughing at them at the end, I'm just like, I don't know, they didn't really make a good case. So I was like... <laughs> I did have to didn't really pull the sympathy, you know? Like, no, there's absolutely no sympathy in, motherfucker, I'm a maniac. My case is in nowhere because my lawyer's got a grudge Fuck it, I'm guilty. Suck my dick, judge. Oh, well, okay. No, no. Suck my dick, judge. Just threw your hands up at the challenge. Fuck it, I'm guilty. Pulled up his paper and threw it to the side. Now, that's funny, but what's also funny to me is something they didn't intend on, I don't think. The line... Looking up out the window, ain't no window. <laughs> Looking up out the window, ain't no window. <laughs> I think that only works if, if it's like a line where you're just like, oh, could you at least look out the window? No, bitch, ain't no window. But it, yeah. when he says specifically, I'm looking out the window. No, there is no window. And it's like, well, then don't say there's a window. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, like he had to, <laughs> like he had the realization that like he did a double take. He looked at the window, like, what? It is a bitch. Wait a minute. We're supposed to actually be able to have like no, somebody. Hold on. This is a human rights violation. <laughs> Now, I did have to point it out, because you, you point out, yeah, the judge is just straight up laughing, he's just like, y'all are guilty on all counts. Uh, 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 yeah, let me go to my uh, golf uh, golf appointment. Why do they put so much echo on the judge? <laughs> I get it, guys. Hey, uh, 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 uh. I was like, what? Why? Is this song like, supposed to be funny or not? I'm confused. They didn't have, they didn't have any clever dialogues they just like just upped the echo to make him sound just so evil oh he's so menacing oh we should have lowered his voice oh we did the wrong effect how did you feel about ride the rodeo I think this one was one of the more fun ones to listen to. I, I actually enjoyed that there were only like two mini verses. Like I didn't care. It was like a fun '90s party song. I like the little giddy up, giddy up, giddy up now with the chick at the end. I was just like, okay, now we're having a good time. You know, skip all the lyric writing, just write hooks. Like guys, <laughs> you know. This actually got the lowest rating for me. <laughs> Are you serious? Like yeah, I liked everything. Yeah. They just shut up and just let the party happen. <laughs> I, I guess I like when they're hype. This one, like, the, the whoever they had, yeah, the, the guest female vocalist who I don't know who it is, I thought she really heard it because her her like bridges that she had were so awkward. Like, like the flow is just weird and off. Is there like a thing? And I feel like was it with this album and the other album where it's like a female voice comes in and she sounds very well produced, but she doesn't sound like she's supposed to be on this. Like something just yeah. doesn't feel right. <laughs> like, you just had this sitting around on the fucking computer. It's got to throw that in there. I don't know. Yeah, this sounds good. So let's throw it on this track. It was like, yeah, but does it sound good with this? Like, yeah. Um, I did like To The Left, though. I get it. Like, it has a fun vibe to it, but it's it's just more random gangster cowboy raps within that are just uninteresting and generic. Like They just knew what their strong suit was, in my opinion. And if cowboy gangster rap is what they're good at, it's like, just keep doing that, I thought, anyway. I, I'd rather hear Bone Thugs and Harmony doing it, personally. Okay. I, I like the giddy up to, uh, you better count your money. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, just getting my money. Uh, I, I, this one had better, slicker beat work. And it's like, I can enjoy the beat work of this one more, but I did kind of feel like, well, now you're kind of betraying the theme in order to make, <laughs> in order to actually have, you know, interesting, like a, an interesting soundscape. So it was like a weird yeah. thing where it's just like, well, this sounds better and I'd rather listen to it. But I kind of feel like you're betraying your sound now. <laughs> it's like, yeah. no, don't change course now. Like <laughs> This one was interesting because it was like, um... This is the radio hit, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. This is the one they play on. This is the one they play on uh, all that when they get their guest spot, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine if they just have the whole the whole uh, like stage set up? All the kids are wearing uh, leather overalls, you know, because they thought it was going to be the next thing. <laughs> you have bag and sag and Barry with huge baggy saggy overalls. <laughs> That's the way to go. He pulls a giant banjo, a fucking stand up bass out of his pants. Oh, and repair man, 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 man. But yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's got to fix their awkward flow. <laughs> what did you end up walking away with? 
Let me see. I got a, oh boy, a one out of five out of this bitch. Wow. Holy shit. I did not have a great time. <laughs> wow. I had a three and a half. Oh, man. Uh, Yikes. Yeah, uh, just going to it really quick. Get up was okay. I liked that the whip crack came back. And I also liked of the course. little zip running noise that was kind of happening. So it kind of sounded Ooh. like the person was getting whipped and then they were like, whoa, and like running. <laughs> so I liked that. Like, I wish they would have leaned more into the food, the food schnickens of the wild, wild west of it all you know like uh, yes but yeah the, i think that was it it just didn't feel like they leaned into it enough in the, into the actual lyrics other than just like general signifiers like this feels like you know uh, uh it, it, honestly I, if i were a country music artist i'd be minorly offended it's like oh is that what you just think uh, as country songs do you just uh, throw, uh, i mean you're right for the most part but still <laughs> <laughs> you're not supposed to say it yeah exactly uh Puts effort into it. Honestly, you know, if we're gonna be talking about the country rap crossover, which seems to be, you know, really enjoying that that second life in this new millennium, I, uh, I would say you don't necessarily need to go back to this one. Definitely hit up that uh, uh, that uh, uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony uh, country rap one because that one's legit. But this one, I just didn't hit me uh, in the in the right way. You know. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because. When Lil Nas X had Old Town Road and had the biggest like the like the the number one country song in the in the country and people were debating whether or not it was country and if it should be on the list or not. And for a minute there, we really thought this was going to be like the next big thing. Oh, the resurgence. Yeah, sure. And and there was one dude and I can't remember his name. We talked about him on the podcast years ago. He had a song called, like, My Truck. Yeah, sure. And he just his wagon to that star. He got sponsored by, like, either Chevy or Ford. I forget who. But they wanted to do a partnership with him. He was like, hey, look, he's he's rapping, but it's also country. And he's talking about a truck. This is perfect. And it just did absolutely nothing. And then Lil Nas X went on to just do, like, different cooler shit and everyone's like oh he's not just gonna do country forever uh, oh ne neither was i <laughs> throws away all his bedazzled like country western shirts sets everything on fire like no i i knew it was a one-hit thing sure yeah <laughs> throws away all his fucking thousand dollar cowboy boots it's like wow y'all really y'all really got caught y'all really got caught out here I fucking, I'm in way over my head, guys. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Um, well, you know what? We've been off base, RC. We've been swinging and a missing, swinging and a missing. Every song I think I, I enjoy, you're not enjoying. Songs that you enjoy aren't hitting me as much. I just don't think we're on the same wavelength. If only there was an artist who could possibly bring us on the same page that we could maybe agree on something here. Mmm, if only. Respect to Prodigy, okay? Oh, rest in peace it, for sure. It's not very often that we get requests for artists who have died before we request, uh, before we review the album, and Prodigy just happens to be one of those cases. But with that said, oh boy. Uh, um, an artist, any 90s rapper. You know, their their uh, eighth album two decades later after they don't have that same fire in their belly. You know, they don't have to prove anything anymore. They're just used to doing their grimy New York sound. 
And it's just... Uh, Yikes. Shout out to Dr. Uh, Goatman for your request. Uh, oh, Dr. Goatman. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A fucking rare <laughs> L from Dr. Goatman, I gotta say. Unless you knew. Unless unless, yeah, unless this is a know. joke. <laughs> they can't they gotta know. <laughs> no way could you have spent all this time requesting Lady Gaga, Bjork, David Bowie, all of this dope shit. And, and then, then this. You know what's in competition with all of that? Prodigy's final album, Hegelian Dialectical, The Book of Revelation. Talk about set up for a fucking letdown. Like, what in yeah. the what in the high science-minded raps? What in the fucking uh, kill a priest? Uh, let's talk about some high, you know, seventh dimension wizards coming down for the... Oh, whoops, no wrong album title. Oh, we fudged it up with, a, with another one called Head Nigga in Charge part three i guess like because no, what is it's... happening like nothing on this album was like that at all <laughs> think more jay electronica yeah oh god oh you mean don't you mean jay electronica jay electronica <laughs> <laughs> so oh. um, so mystic starts right the first track my very first <sighs> wait note. wait mystic mystic uh-oh yeah, it has an intro but then there's uh -oh. mystic right oh you did oh, it, no, what? News. You looked what? at the wrong album. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. What happened? There's two. There's Wait one a minute. That, there's one that was before his death, and there's one that was the posthumous one. And Wait a second. What? Yeah. Yeah. They both look very similar. Wait, one, no, hold on. I need to check this out now. What the hell's going one on here? It's called Hegelian Dialectical, the Book of Revelation, with the intro that's 2017. And one, which is the one they requested, which is posthumous, called the Hegelian Dialectical 2, the Book of Heroin. That I do not have two written down. I just have oh. the first one. Wait a minute. Wait, hold on. Fuck, does that Do mean I? I looked at the wrong one? Okay. <laughs> okay. Let me double check here. Son of bitch. Well, you know what? You know uh, what? You got yeah. two for the price of one. Yeah. Dr. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was so worried there. Thank God it was they you that fucked exactly up. exactly the fucking same. <laughs> oh, goody. Okay, so look great. Look at me trying to twist it back on you. Like, uh, <laughs> it, look, that's what I, that, that, the one thing we need to learn, uh, folks, that we need to learn today about the internet is that it's all about perspective. <laughs> oh, this is, this is a delight. The great, ah! you get to tell me about the, the 2022 one. Oh man. Yeah, wow, the okay. one with the one with the skin off as opposed to the one with the skin on. They really didn't do a good job to help uh <laughs> No, absolutely not. But I'm looking through here. Uh, uh, you have... Even though we listen to two different albums, we still both are like uh <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. That's what I thought. So I'm looking at your fucking um, features though. You got DJ Premier. I see Remy Ma. Uh, There's some names on here. I don't have anything on mine. Yeah, the the the, the, the features were the only good thing about this fucking album. <laughs> I, I I have a feature from Cash Bills. <laughs> what money? Just feature. <laughs> it's spelled C I. Uh, yeah, C A dollar sign H capitalized Cash Bills? B. 
I L Z Cash Bills. I don't know who that is. The He's the only feature on the album. When I click on his name on Spotify, his only appearance, or the only thing on his Spotify is his appearance on this song and nothing else. Oh my god. So yeah, absolutely nothing. Well well now how do we do this? Who starts? How do, how do we how do we tackle these? I you know, I honestly want to hear how bad your experience was. Please okay, let me well, know. Well, we'll go in chronological order. Good, because yeah. mine was 2017. It was his last album. Yours is is the posthumous release. Cool. Okay. So the first track, Mystic. The very first note I have is, wow, this blows. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this blows. <laughs> so, oh, shit. I'm so glad I get to present these lyrics to you. Okay. Um, I came... I came from beyond any place you could imagine in your imagination. Wait. Wait. Imagination land can't contain it. Wait. His imagination. Mommy was my spaceship. It took her nine months to get me here. I finally made it. Some great Killer Priest raps there. <laughs> and over, mind you, a like medieval Elizabethan beat. <laughs> oh no, he's going for the fucking Ransom, King Ransom vibes. <laughs> it's like loot music. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> the flow is super choppy. He, like, doesn't rhyme ever. I'm sorry, why would you name both albums the exact same thing? What the hell is wrong with people? Well, one's two. Was one's one and one's two. I, yeah. I get it. <laughs> with the exact it's like, same thing. Like <laughs> so then, then on the second track, I'll, I'll, I'll blow through these relatively quickly since we have to do both, but, yeah. um,. We got a song called Broken Rappers, which is seriously a song uh, about a 14-year-old elitist old head rap fan. Uh, oh, <laughs> like, okay. hey, the, the kid's only 14, but he knows what's up. He doesn't fuck with oh today's rap music. It's like, oh, oh, get out of here. Oh, oh, oh he's the wrong generation. <laughs> See, when I, was, when I was listening to the first track... Something in my head said, I, I have a feeling, I have a, I have a sneaking suspicion that I knew what this album was going to be. And then we get to track number three called Tyranny. And it is a 9-11 truther song. Oh! <laughs> That will be so much funnier when we get to what I have to say. Oh, good, <laughs> good. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, the going out podcast. You're getting four hours this week. That's right, folks. We're blowing this it is all up. Uh, this is unprecedented. Bam, bam, bam. This is ultra <laughs> mega podcast smasher. Beat smasher. No one out here doing it like us. No one. Okay, so um. Um, in addition to rapping about, you know, oh, Lord. The, the government's behind all that shit in 2017, like when we were talking about when we were talking about LP talking about 9/11 truth or shit in like 2007, yeah, that was, was like, oh, that, just... that was 
that was pushing it, but I was willing to overlook right. it because it was only six years after. You he was were making the York. album in that time, it. you know, like, yeah. No fucking way am I going to excuse it in 2017, though. And in addition to that, there's just so much dick sucking in this song about, oh like, my God. how fucking great I am. Mm. Oh, my God. Fucking terrible. Um, But then we move, we move on to Ma fucking USA. What? And I'm going to quote um, a, a term for this album, okay? Dude was out here spitting info bars. Oh, no. I don't even have specific notes for that one. It was just like, dude's just in his fucking conspiracy theory bag. Shit, shit that would have sounded real uh, clever on a fucking um, Immortal Technique song two decades ago. But oh, now oof. it's just like, oh, this just sounds like, yeah, we already saw the Loose Change documentary and that guy was kind of a nut job, so. Yeah, we all know better now. Yeah. Um, then we get a song called Mike Dash Rokasum. I'm not what sure. The- because Mike again, it, it's, <laughs> oh my god, are you serious? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh, I hate it. Oh my god. I'm so glad I didn't know that. Okay. We like blood cells moving through the veins of a heart. Inside Mother Earth body. And damn, she thick. You ever what? think about that on weed? It's a trip. What the... <laughs> I thought um, you were just saying that line of it. Yo, have you ever thought about that on Wii? <laughs> no, no. I have oh. no frame of reference personally. Oh, but here man. we but though after that, uh the song's called uh, As If and Snakes that again also just have like two point five ratings. But then out of fucking nowhere, the good fight, spiritual war, no religion, and the last cut all threes, fours, and three and a halfs. Like, I don't know why, oh. but he was saving the decent to good <laughs> shit for the very end. And okay. although he does kind of end on a falter kind of misstep. The, the last song is called Hunger Pangs. My, my stomach touching my spine. My, my belly aches. My, my head aches. Make me start showing my fangs. Hunger pangs. Hunger pangs. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave this a two and a half. <laughs> which honestly was being very, very uh, gracious. The, the album overall? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's It does not deserve a two and a half. It's, it's really closer to like a one to a two. So. Uh... Embarrassingly bad. Yeah. So to get but, to, but the second one though, to get to that's the gotta be. Uh, oh man! <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear about it. I'm so excited. So, first track, first track actually has a nice beat, but the lyrics are just so meandering, and then just the fact that he starts with like. He starts specifically, like, now I understand, you know, you say things a certain type of way when you're, like, in New York or whatever the heck you say. Like, that's just, like, the affectation way say. But just the fact that he just starts with, I'm vicious than a pack of wolves. <laughs> like, Ooh. that's how he phrases it. I'm vicious than a pack of wolves. It's like, 
could you at least say I'm vicious or something like that? Like just conjugate it. Hmm. Like just conjugate it in some way. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's all I'm asking. Because like it's the very first lyric, so it just hits you with like a huh. <laughs> but then you not a lion you just lion i laugh right in oh. front of you oh you like how we rhymed lion with lion and then Fuck. and then it, these lines that don't even rhyme baby i done told you now you see for yourself they not really monsters they scooby-doo villains oh it's just Ooh. it's capadonna levels of just kind of talking in a way that feels like it's rhythmic but it's not matching anything and there's no rhyme so there's no like anchor oh. to where the beat is and you're just like what is happening right now isn't this guy supposed to be like a rap legend what is happening oh my god oh man mm. And then, and then walk out, which is a track that's just about him not getting out as much and being like, oh. hey, I need to get out more. But no, I, I like staying like mysterious and stuff. But, you know, I, I, I do want to like, I met RZA and it, that was pretty nice. So, you know, maybe I should get out more. <laughs> but like, I, no, nah, I don't want to. Like, that's literally um, what it was. It was just like, oh, I saw RZA at the club and he, we did the knowledge and it was like, oh, cool. And, and all right. With your fucking like, prison planet shit I heard on this first one, yeah, dude, you should get out more. Like, uh, fuck, man. And then, okay, then there's Opium Poppy, which is the Your Love is My Drug song, you know, but no. it's not too bad. Like, no. I mean, there's literally a point where you hear the super angelic female singer just saying, like a drug, you're my drug, like a drug. like, yes, yes, like, oh. we, we, we get it. <laughs> Damn it, it. He has that, like, same issue that, like, Raekwon, the chef, has of being like, I'm serious gangster, so that's respectable enough to not have to put any extra oomph or energy into what mm. I'm saying. You know, where it's just like, I'm just kind of laying it out. Nope, don't need to in any way add any speed or pep to my step. So it's just like, oh. even the things that he's saying in his lyrics are actually kind of interesting, but it's just like, but I'm move along. <laughs> like, come on. Mm. And, and, and you can't say age is an excuse because Big Daddy Kane is on this album later on. And Big Daddy oh. Kane is from before this dude's era. And he's fucking yeah. snapping with his verse. Oh, so there's no, no goddamn excuse. <laughs> like, showing I, up. I was so pissed off when he came on because it just made me look back at Prodigy even more and be like, what? <laughs> like gesturing at him like, but, but he... <laughs> <laughs> but he and, 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 and you and you were but he oh my goodness but yeah and so it's like like some of the lyrics were in here were kind of good but it was just like it's just it's just not like I would you can just listen to the Jay-Z you know uh, and I know and I know and I know what you like you know like you've already got your rapper talking about drugs but oh it's it's also about love like you know you already gotta get it you know what I mean and then Angel with Mary J. Blige on it it was just such a waste it just sounded so drab and then we, just the way he says things like it just so sounds like he is in no way like I'm not saying you gotta do the theatrics but like 
if you're going to make a song that's supposed to be ostensibly a love song, sound dedicated, you know, like, and just the way he says these words that, like, you know, if you could add just some a sort of oath to him, maybe it would have made it, like, mean something, but just the way he says it, he's like, listen, I will never leave you, there's no way, we ain't even get started, I'm gonna need you to stay, and where you think you're going, there's no way, we ain't even get started, I'm gonna need you to stay, it just sounds like, uh-huh, <laughs> like, mm. where you think you're going? <laughs> <What is it>? <laughs> <laughs> oh no it sounds like the andre 3000 song with kid cuddy river it's like hey where are you going where are you going <laughs> and you're like the oh. snapping in the background you're like what's happening do you guys know how to do romance at all like no. it's not just sounding like you're really obsessed with someone that's not Oof. oh no and then we shine oh my god absolutely nothing there's one line in here where again this is supposed to be another like oh from a lady song but he's speaking like this kind of slow and then he puts on a Jamaican accent to be like yo I'm capping stabbing me say capping stabbing oh. we full oh. up a Lego we gonna fuck up the bed capping stabbing me say capping stabbing me say capping stabbing mid 2000s porn website <laughs> I was not going to mention that. But I've definitely seen that myself. That's a really odd pull. And just to do it in the Jamaican accent, it's just like, what? Where did this character come from? Uh, You probably haven't heard about it, but they very recently had a tag team in WWE that... They had to change the name they gave them for, uh, like, after a week of calling them it, because they seriously, they named them the Banger Bros. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, guys, you have to know. You have to know. Oh, God. I mean, what is other... No, you have to know right now what this is a reference to if you don't... You're gonna carry a fucking casting couch down to the oh, ring? Man. Like, what the oh, fuck, no. man? And then, oh my god, this is the lyric. Oh. The We Shine song. Again, it's just like, you shine brighter than a diamond. Baby, you shine brighter than all the stars. Baby, you shine brighter than all these lights in the darkness. This is the hook. And, <laughs> and it's like, focus on you right now. Tear that down. I'm gonna tear that down. And then at the end of the song, it's just. He sounds like he's just talking to his, like, driver or something. He's like, hey, yo, make a left right here, man. Yo, what the fuck? Yo, where you going? Yo, hit the highway, man. Don't follow that navigation. Follow me. Hit hit the highway. And then that's the end of the song. Doesn't lead into anything. That was just, I guess he I guess he was recording his verse while he was on the way to his uh, son's birthday party. <laughs> and he was just like, hey, man, wait. wait. <laughs> turn off, how do I turn off the, the, the camera recorder? <laughs> Uh, then there was dope where the only cool part is the chick saying I get high that that was pretty cool then then you don't want it which Big Daddy Kane killing it he fucking destroyed it again that other song where it's just like it's just the girl saying like a really well produced like sounding voice saying I get high and I was like man can I find can I listen to that original song I don't want to hear this song this is just a slower more boring version of it but yeah the you don't want it Big Daddy Kane fucking 
killing it. Look, I haven't even, I've barely quoted anything from Prodigy and everything I've quoted is like fucking boring. With the fucking uh, Big Daddy Kenny comes in, he fucking destroys it. He's like, I'm trying to live my life in peace and harmony. The opposite of Andrew Lloyd, drama free. But some of y'all be trying to play games constantly. But I recognize the shook ones. That's where the Prodigy. Dude, he even gives this man props. Like, <laughs> it was like, oh man, he doesn't even deserve it right now. He's not earning it. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but he goes like, for sucker shit awards, y'all be first nominee, but quick to beat your chest and scream out, I'm a G. Where your loyalty lie and where your honor be on everything. I swear y'all niggas is comedy. Like, oh my God, he's so like, clearly just goes like, yes, this is what you as an elder statesman of rap are supposed to do. Back to you, prodigy. What do you have no. to say? N- nothing in general. <laughs> hey, prodigy, it looks like you've got something to say. Do you? <laughs> and, oh my god, matter of fact, just to, just to make a point, let me find the, the lyrics on, on one of these songs. Hold on. Because I, 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 I want to make a point about this, not just be like, oh, oh, you know, you're just saying it's whack and, and you're not giving it an example. Let, let, let's see how, how well this knocks your socks off. So maybe you put oh, some yes, fucking. Please. Yeah, put some tape on them. So you, let so, me try it on for size. Exactly. Here, here's the verse from You Don't Want It. Uh. I know you want what's mine. Get your own shit. I know you want my wife. Get your own, your own bitch. You heard? That no. that was the start of his verse. A reference to a little oh, big fuck. big pun. That was the little reference there. That was the start to his verse. Oof. And then, uh, sex, drugs, money, but music come first. Without having these beats, I would be lost. So first and lost. All right, great rhyme. <clears throat> Oh, uh, I, I can't write greatness to production. That's garbage. Cold hearted. I'm like, please get away from me. I don't want your bum life rubbing off on me. I'm picky than a female. I choose like a whore. I don't sign up for less. Fuck that. I want more. I'm the best rapper alive. Them niggas lying to you. <laughs> I decide who not to flip hard and let him do their numbers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, come check my eyes out. Come see me. Yeah, yeah, P- Prodigy was who Lil Nas X had to go through to make to be allowed to, like, you know what I'm saying, get his smash hit. Sorry, folks, you know, you gotta, you gotta go through the proper channels, you know. Oh, fuck me, the dude. best rapper alive after that. And with Big no. Daddy Kane right next to him, <laughs> spitting fucking flames. It's embarrassing. That's fucking awful. And then, oh my god, we got fucking I Heart You. And it's just as corny as you think it would be. It's I Heart You to Death. That's the hook. U plus P times 100 times 10. I'm like, did you write this when you were 17? Like, I Heart You to Death. U plus P times 100 times 10. That's the hook. Fuck, dude! (laughs) And then overdose. Like the hook for this was not uh, too bad, uh, but the verse was straight mid boring. And then Remy comes through with it. That's what's so annoying. Like Remy comes through and she like fucking completely. She was like, "Dude, just stop rapping on the track, man!" Like these people are showing you the fuck up. Oh my god. Yeah. 
It, it was insane. Like, it was like first class. This is really my first class PJs. I be going, goes to coast floor seats at the game. Only time I know the, uh, only time I know the coach, I was slap the shit out of bitch because she told a joke. Remy Muhammad Ali with the rope and dope. I was like, God damn. <laughs> oh, and then escape is a fucking nothing. Oh, wait, but this is the one. <laughs> I remember we were talking a little earlier about your boy having a having a little propensity for some conspiracy theories, right? Ah, yes, yes, so, because in this one, I didn't mention it before, but a big sticking point on him uh, with him on the first one was GMOs. Ooh, GMOs. I need all my shit labeled because oh, I don't know man. what the government's putting in my food. You mean that thing that was a racist uh, ploy to make people not trust Chinese food when really of it was course. just the same well, ingredients that, no. that were in everything? Well, that was MSG. Oh, oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. All these goddamn letters. GMOs is a different conspiracy oh, theory, probably also rooted in racism for some degree. <laughs> Wait, it's just not the exact same one. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like using science to be able to, like, make more of a food. Like, that's not automatically a bad thing, is it? I don't know what's in it. I can't trust it. <laughs> Alex Jones told me so. But uh, listen to this, though. You've got to listen to this, right? Because this is yeah. this is a song to his chick, right? He, he's trying to Ooh. tell her, like, man, you're messing up. You're doing things sideways. Oh. I don't know what's going on with you. I'm trying to. I'm he's trying looking to, out. Yeah, I'm trying to do right by you. And it seems like you're you're going off the path. Like, so listen to this. You that just sounds want, awful. Yeah, you just want to spend money and fuck my dick. Smoke a bowl of weed and drink a bowl of licks. I put you on Illuminati. Now you're going crazy. Believing everything on them YouTube pages. God gave you two eyes, two ears, one mouth. You should pay attention more than running all that mouth. It's a sin not to give information that can help. Save your nigga's soul, girl. I'm good for your health. I know you laugh at me with your friends here and there. Girl, all they do is talk conspiracies. I'm burnt. Can you believe this? Wait. Girl, Wait. you believe in everything on them YouTube pages. Now that's too far. <laughs> what Can the you fuck? This? Can you fucking believe Can you believe it? Now my 90s conspiracy theories shit, that, that all made sense. But on the internet, no, that's crazy talk. <laughs> I turned you on to conspiracy theories. I was looking out for you. I was trying to educate you. But now you've gone way too far and you're believe like well, what the fuck do you expect? That's what happens. When shit isn't based on anything, and you just tell people shit you heard off YouTube. It's how you already wanted to feel about something. Then what the fuck do you think is going to happen? I love it so much. The hypocrisy. That's incredible. <laughs> fuck. Oh, man. And then uh, the next track, Flirting With Death, the, the singer on the hook is okay. The, Big Noid, who I have only known as being like the, the quintessential uh, representation of the weed carrier rapper. Who, oh. Uh, let me see. Who did he rap with? Uh, uh, oh, Mob Deep. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, okay. And even then, I thought his verse was better than fucking Prodigy's. I was like, you've got to be mm. kidding me. Like, yo, like I came into this track being like, well, at least he's going to outshine this guy. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and, 
And then he brings up the, oh, we the new version of Mickey and Mallory, and I'm pretty sure he already brought that up at least like two times earlier on this he album. He has to have. Yeah. <laughs> pretty sure he probably brought it up on your album that you listen to. You know, oh, it doesn't ring a bell, but I wouldn't be surprised if he did. And then, the, the, I think it's the last track, the other side, the beat's all right, but man, the second verse, he just straight up gets off beat. Like, he's like, she not going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. We gonna die together. But he keeps saying something about, she ain't going nowhere. You ain't, you ain't leaving me. He's just like, oh, okay. Fucking uh, awful. Overall, I gotta give this a one and a half out of five. This is absolutely a Abysmal, abysmal, abysmal. <laughs> yeah, I um, I I would say that the the songs in that last little stretch, uh, definitely saved mine from just getting an absolute trouncing. Mm. Um, but yeah, man, um, the first half of it is really fucking terrible. And if it weren't for those last four songs, it probably would have gotten like a one and a half because that I think, yeah, it would have gotten like a one and a half for sure. What a terrible way to go out. <laughs> can, can we just like admit to that? That it's like, yeah, OK, your 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 last album during your lifetime is oh, just man. a fucking dud. OK, just doubling Five. down on the worst aspects of oh. your. Oh, man. Yeah, five years later, trying it again and just fumbling again. With just like, oh man, didn't and, you know, record anything good. Yeah, and before he passed on, it doesn't even really sound like there needed to be like. You know, maybe this should have all been on one album. Like, what difference did it make from one song to the next? Good lord! Can you imagine though, if he did just sink all the material into one like two record? opus and the and it was like wow he really went uh, out on a fucking two record collection uh, and it just being doubly bad uh, <laughs> like what sucks is that the songs that you you said that there were some good songs in your album so the the one before he died was actually kind of okay and then it was just like the posthumous one just completely squanders anything <laughs> that, that, that could have been for that yours absolutely was the leftovers for sure <laughs> And uh, I, I heard someone say, because we, we live streamed the album, uh, twitch.tv slash rap critical, if you want to join Ooh. these uh, album listens, that someone said, like, yeah, you know, it was kind of conflicting uh, because, uh, oh, final conflicting or whatever the hell that other group Crucial. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, you know, you think at the same time, hey, you know, here's the last piece of art that, and the people who love them, they want to hear every bit. They want to take it all in. You know what I mean? There's that. But then there's also like, but you know it's not what they would have finally wanted, so you know it's not coming out the mm. way they wanted to come out. So like, what is the point if it's just gonna be like it's you know it's not gonna be the way they wanted it to be? You know, like yeah, yeah. yeah. You know it's not gonna be their vision, so it's like eh. Mm. So, so like this rubs, but either way, like I couldn't imagine it being too great. Like it's one of those things where like. I've never been the biggest Mob Deep fan, but I've heard their earlier stuff and like Shook Ones and stuff like that, where it's like, oh, you can hear some energy, some pep in their step. But it's like, it's with this, I hear the exact same sort of slowed down, too slow flow that I hear from pretty much every like 90s rapper, except for fucking Ghostface Killer, it seems. Mm. <laughs> where everyone just seems to slow down and think that they don't need to be like, uh, everyone who's going to like me is already going to like me, so I guess I don't need to try. It's like, or you could try. <laughs> I've given y'all enough. 
Leave me alone. It was like, I mean, if you don't want to, then just don't make right. Like, if you don't sound like you're interested in it, you know, that's what it feels like. It's like, look, buddy, if you're not interested in this, you can't just stop. (laughs) Like, oh, man. Well, that was quite the interesting episode, folks. And two um, hours somehow. Yeah. How about that? I hope you enjoyed it. (laughs) And um, if there is an album that you would like to hear us talk about in a future episode, Head on over to our Kofi that is ko-fi.com slash going off. G-O-I-N-O-F-F. Our Q is currently under 30. Mm. It is shrinking by the episode, folks. Now look at that. I know. I know. It's exciting times. Mm. And uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter and Patreon and our Kofi. I'm just going to go ahead and say this, because since I haven't really mentioned it in a bit, in a bit but uh, I've been way more active on TikTok lately. I've actually been posting like one or two videos a day on there. Look at um, you being part of the new generation. It's a whole new world we live in. Patreon.com slash RavCritic if you want to join your boy. I'm uh, doing new episodes that are up exclusively as well as uh, my movie podcast um, where we, you know, what if we just review? Oh, my God. I'm about to record the episode for Soul Man in a couple of days. Yes, the 1986 movie with C. Thomas Howell. Oh, Uh, wow. So that's coming. I've never actually seen that. I only know about it. That's, ooh, (laughs) that's interesting. Uh, yeah, yes, that's gonna happen. Um, but yeah, get with it. Act like you want it. Patreon.com/slash/rapcritic as well as uh, Kofi.com/slash/rapcritic for anything that's not a uh, album request uh, for a song request on Twitch.tv/slash/rapcritical or an album request to like just listen through, not uh, reviews, just to like you know listen along and or best of artist requests. I have be taking those into you know what I'm saying like get with it. Act like you want it. Kofi.com/slash/rapcritic. You know what I'm saying to get those requests. In, you feel me? Uh, I think that's all I remember. Oh yeah, and also movie requests. Is... Ah. <laughs> I'm so good at. Uh, advertising, you guys. It, I'm serious. <laughs> but anyway. You got to cover all the bases, you know. That's right. But you're on California time, so. That's right. Well, well actually, it's no excuse because it's earlier where you are. Uh, I should have gotten up even earlier. Look at you. But that about wraps it up. Thank you so much for spending your time with us and listening to our show. And until next time, uh, for Going Off, I'm Muse. And I'm Rap Critic, and... And I'd been forgotten out hoes. I'd been country a long time ago. After the 90s, where did you go? Where did you go from cotton out hoes? <laughs>